0: We are Chris and Katie, two Jesus girls, lovingly referred to as two JGs, who wanna share our hearts, our triumphs, and even our misses as we awaken to the
1: gifts of the best. The B is for the Blessed Mother, E, Eucharist and other sacraments, S, scripture and saints, and T, traditions of the Catholic faith. You'll
0: see how we wrap each episode around this simple and joyful approach to not only knowing our faith, but actually living it in our everyday lives. Let's get started. Welcome back. Today, we are going to wrap our conversation around our E, Eucharist and other sacraments and talk about the sacrament
1: of baptism. I love that we have the BEST to help us really organize our thoughts. There's so much about our faith that we can share and that we want to share, but it keeps my brain organized. I was going to say, it's very orderly. (laughs) And I love baptism starts our, our journey as part of God's family. That In fact, the catechism says baptism is called the door to the other sacraments. It opens the door to really our life in Christ. Mm-hmm. And it is the sacrament of initiation. And we are grafted into the family of God. I love that visual. It's just in a graft. I mean... Not really a doctor, play one on TV. <laughs> but when I think of a graft, I think that you don't really see the beginning or ending of the other piece, mm-hmm. and that we become one in the family of God, that we become part of this community of believers, part of the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. Well, and the
0: other visual for grafting would be a tree and the roots of a tree. And I was reading this morning about something about spiritual engrafting that. Mm-hmm. You know, our hearts, our souls are united with God in our baptism, and that, like you said, we are part of His family, which i, I you know, I feel like we can easily think, "Oh, I'm going to a baptism this weekend," or you know, oh, sure. the baby's being baptized, and we can think of it as not as a deep as it actually really is, and what a gift it is.
1: well, that's a gift. I mean, what a what a beautiful word. it is a gift. We've done nothing to earn this incredible gift that God wants to bestow on us. And just to try to organize our thoughts in covering this too, as parents and godparents, when we stand before the community to have our child baptized, we're taking on a really big responsibility that sometimes it's Can be like all of the sacraments. I really Mm -hmm. believe that we have a choice to really enter into them fully or make it more about the oh, look at that cute baby in the beautiful gown, or oh, the bride, she's so beautiful, and oh, the flowers look so great. But if we can intentionally enter into our participation of these different sacraments, because there's so much going on in the spiritual realm that we can forget the incredible grace and beauty that exists. Mm -hmm.
0: And that's part of abiding with him. I think, you know, you know, I both love the word abide. And when we participate in the sacraments like this, and when we really enter into that spiritual dimension, we are abiding with him, we are aware of his presence. And we are aware of the actual spiritual and sanctifying grace that happens during these sacraments.
1: Well, we talk about also spiritual eyes, having the gift of spiritual eyes, seeing what's not being seen, so Mm -hmm. to speak, that Mm -hmm. we are allowing the awe and wonder that God has ready for all of us, but opening our eyes to see that. And one of them I love too is this idea of this indelible mark on our soul in baptism, that we become heirs to the kingdom, that we belong to Him, that to me is so important for us to remember throughout our lives because so often in different stages we think where do i belong mm-hmm. what what is my purpose here where do i fit in and if we can remember that we are his that we are truly royalty we are heirs to the kingdom of god and I do love our saying, the straighten your crown, and we've mentioned that in different areas, but when we aren't ourselves feeling like we're enough, we truly are. When we go back to our baptism and whose we really are, I think it will help us to get past the worldly definitions of defining us or... um making us feel worthy or not because we belong to god we are worthy Mm -hmm. well and i'd written somewhere that i read don't
0: forget whom i'm grafted to Mm -hmm. you know it's easy yes you you can yes i want to abide with god i want to be in his presence and i i belong to him and i we can tell ourselves all those things but as we go through life we're going to fall we're going to stumble But when we take a minute and we remember, well, who 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 is it that I'm grafted to? It is our God, you know, and and it does make you the awe, like you said, the awe and wonder of recognizing whose we are.
1: Well, where we are weak, He is strong. Mm -hmm. All of these things that we feel like we are on the journey alone, but by our baptism. We are incorporated into this body of Christ, that we are no longer alone. And really for all of us too, we have a responsibility to help the newly baptized in order to know God and love Him and serve Him. Mm-hmm. I mean, that really is, as godparents and parents, we are the first school. We are the ones who help them understand and know who God is in their minds first, right. right? Like it takes time for it to come into our hearts for sure. But it is, if we have that, if we have that love for Jesus and that desire to know more, and it is a journey, mm-hmm. but I just, I think I don't want to waste the grace. Like right. we are given such incredible sanctifying grace. This is our, <laughs> this is the keys to the kingdom really Right at our baptism. Well, and even being at Different people's baptisms. You know, our
0: parish, for example, they do. You know, it's like what the first Sunday of of the month or something, and it's a very public event. You know, I'm used to doing like a private baptism. I don't know why, because I love it when you all walk out and they baptize the little baby, and it's such a joyful, joyful event. But it also is so powerful, and like you said, it is. It is that entering that mystical body of the church
1: right and it helps us remember exactly our baptism our you know that giving that white garment that Mm -hmm. stainless soul and it's so beautiful to think that god gives us everything we need to get back to him Mm -hmm. and it begins with baptism the sanctifying grace that helps us in our life then to resist sin because we are born with that original sin that leads us with that, um, don't quote me here, this could be wrong, but concupiscence, (laughs) which is, I think, the tendency to sin. That's as human beings, that is our tendency because of original sin. And so this gives us the grace to walk in His ways. Mm -hmm. The sanctifying grace and the actual grace. It's incredible when we think about the gift, and that's where we want to Really awaken our hearts to all that God is giving us in these, in the Eucharist and the other sacraments, that we have the grace we need for the journey.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I want to also remind people who are, and this is for me, and this is for my godchildren too, that it doesn't end on that day. That mm-hmm. that is, I have the opportunity to participate in helping these young children become lovers of Jesus. Right. And what is my responsibility? Katie, you mentioned something that you do for your godchildren. I thought so pretty. Well, and I don't
0: do it all the time. And even those that might be listening, (laughs) (laughs) like, no, I haven't seen that. We are not Um, all the time kind of girls. That's right. But when I, when I'm definitely prompted by the Holy Spirit, I have at times lit candles and, you know, in this world of texting, um, been able to text them a a picture of the candle, like I thought of you today, lit a candle for you and your intentions. And it is something little, but it's something, or if, if they're little, I've sent that to their parents before.
1: Just to remind them that you are here for them mm -hmm. and that you're standing with them and united. I think that is so beautiful, Katie. And we need these reminders, regardless of the age. Either the parents may have been having a rough day, like, oh, Mm -hmm. I'm in the weeds with this child rearing. But to know that they're being prayed for and that you're alongside them for the journey. When the children are older and they're like, oh, somebody's thinking of me. We all like to feel special. I mean, Mm -hmm. we all like to feel that we're special to somebody. And I think a godparent's role is so important. Uh, something that we do in our family is uh, we celebrate our baptism days. I love that. That it's really even bigger than our birth date, mm-hmm. you know, because our baptism date is really the day that we joined the family that really matters, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. the family of <laughs> God. And that's so beautiful to think about. This It is to be celebrated. And I think it helps them remember what's important in life, too. Exactly. Sacraments are so important to us and we need them. They can become habitual a little bit. And I think celebrating them really puts it into the forefront. Mm
0: -hmm. One of the other things that we read in the catechism and it's Catechism 1263. We were saying today we would love to do a podcast on how to even look anything up in the catechism. Right. That will happen, because I right. do love the catechism. <laughs> but it says that it makes the recipients a child of God and a temple of the Holy Spirit. Oh. And I thought that was so powerful that we, we, we can say that, yes, my body is a temple of the Holy Spirit, but to really, even, even reminding ourselves that our body is a temple of the Holy Spirit is another reminder of our baptism.
1: Well, and it reminds us that we have a responsibility to this body, Mm -hmm. you know, that often we can abuse it with the food that we're eating or the things that we're doing, that this temple and indwelling of the Holy Spirit is something that we really should be caring for in a way that honors that mm-hmm. and our speed and what we say and what we do. I, I right. do think that's important, Katie. Well, when we think about
0: all the sacraments, they, they're not um, randomly chosen to come in the order that they do, you know, right. that right. baptism really is that first link in this chain of sanctifying grace that, you know, next would come your communion, even participants that go through the Easter vigil and they're just, you know, I participated in one just recently, and it was so beautiful that first is baptism, and then they made their first communion, and then they received the Holy Spirit and confirmation. Oh you know, there was gosh, a very yeah. orderly preparedness to all
1: of the sacraments that they received that night. Right. One building upon the mm-hmm, other. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned that too, at the Easter vigil and at the Easter mass, we, um, oh, what's the word? We our baptismal promises. We renew. We renew. <laughs> renew. Sounds like it is. Rebirth, it's renewed. renew. Uh, we renew our baptismal promises. And just to pay attention to the words that we're saying, that we do renounce these different things, that we do believe in these things. And it's important for us to remind ourselves to, to restate that as a community. I just think it's so powerful when the Whole churches, I do. Right. I mean, it's like, yes, just say it loud, mm-hmm. say it boldly, say That's it proudly. very powerful. Absolutely. And we're not just um, in this world alone, that we have this community of believers with us, that we have those on the journey with us to help strengthen us, to help inspire us and fortify us. Also, loving that. At our baptism bestows the cardinal virtues, easy for me to say, the cardinal (laughs) virtues of prudence, justice, temperance, and fortitude. Love that we have these virtues that are given to us in order to live the life that God created us to live. Right. That requires our cooperation. Mm -hmm. You know, that's another piece of we
0: are, you know, it is a sacrament, the sacrament of baptism that we receive that perhaps usually when we're an infant. And so we don't have that, that right of reason or, or you know, sure. we haven't said yes, but it also puts a responsibility on the godparents and parents and, and that child. And I'll speak of ourselves, that cooperation, that cooperating with that grace to grow in the life of Christ. We've been given, like you've said before, like, you know, I love it when you say the backpack of our tools, you know, we've been given those things. And it's been planted in that moment. But it requires our cooperation to grow in those graces.
1: And we're always growing. We're always changing. I, one of the things that I, I have a hard time with, somebody's like, well, that's just the way I am. <laughs> like, But we don't have to just be that way because mm-hmm. we have so much through God's grace to help us become really the best version of ourselves. And we have... And encircle ourselves with others who desire that for us. You know, who we surround ourselves with, are they encouraging or are they discouraging? Mm -hmm. Are they building us up or are they tearing us down? And in this beautiful gift that we've been given to be part of God's family, heirs to the kingdom, that we are worthy of more. So when the world or people around us want to pull us down... We have to remember who's we are and stand up and live in that, stand up and live in that responsibility, honestly. Mm-hmm. And and being a Christian is never easy, <laughs> never was, never will be, right. but it's worth it. It's worth it. And so what a gift our baptism is to begin us on the journey of faith, to inspire and strengthen us, to become who God created us to be because we're here for a reason in this particular time of life, in this mm-hmm. particular world of things that are happening, we are meant to be here for now, for such a time as this. Exactly. And by the grace of our baptism and the other sacraments, we are given all that we need to become all of that. and And it opens the doors to the kingdom of heaven for us, that mm-hmm. this isn't the end for us. Our life is eternity in heaven with God. And I think it's so beautiful to think about just this incredible gift. It is, and it makes me
0: so thankful for my parents. You know, I I think when you start talking about baptism, I always have that that gratitude that I was baptized as an infant and that I was given that gift. Because you know, there are many people I know and love that maybe are not baptized yet, or or got baptized at a later age, and I think of. I'm very grateful
1: that sure. I was given that gift. Absolutely. And it's something too, we know that there are many of you listening to whose um, grandchildren or different people, you know, nieces and nephews, whomever, that are not baptized, that it just hasn't been something that has been um, done in their families. Mm-hmm. And we continue to pray. We continue to pray for all those who are thinking about it or not. And Katie, you read something really beautiful today that of course it is our hope and our desire and we pray for and encourage those around us to want to baptize their children. And I think if we understand the beauty and the reasoning of how important this grace is and that we're being grafted into his family and we truly believe that and Mm -hmm. we can share that in a way that is joyful and uplifting and encouraging versus it's just something you do. You do, you know, without, you know, just that's what you do. Why aren't you doing it? Baptize the, no, that's, that's, that's maybe turning somebody off, but more of out of love that God created us for himself Mm -hmm. and that we are more than just, um, He he wants more for us. He wants to have us be part of his family. So it's not just this obligation. It's a gift. And if we could present it in that way. Right. And what I'm hearing from you is it's peppered with mercy. You know,
0: everything God does is for us, (laughs) not to us. I love that. But yes, it does say um, in the catechism, again, 1261 and 1283, Just that because baptism is necessary for salvation, the church commits infants who die without being baptized to the mercy of God. The church expresses great hope that these children who lack the sacrament through no fault of their own will enjoy eternal life. So I love that, yes, of course, we want everyone to be baptized, but in God's mercy and in really the um, wisdom of the church, that their hope is not lost. right? You know, we trust we that will. to him.
1: Mm-hmm. But I, I think part of the responsibility lies with us too, that if we share our faith with joy, if we are living a life that encourages other people, I, I think there's a lot to that, mm-hmm. that that's a responsibility too. Mm-hmm. So my prayer for all of us is that we can embrace our faith and love our faith in such a way that when we speak of it, we're, doing it with words of encouragement. And all of those things
0: are living out our baptism. Yes. They really, that is how we live out our baptism.
1: Right. So Katie, I think this is a great place to to stop now, but thank you all for being a part of this conversation. We want to encourage you to look up your baptismal date and celebrate that. Uh, if you have God children, reach out to them and let them know how special they are to you. And really it is such... Um, says a lot about you that someone has thought Mm -hmm. enough about you as a person to have you be alongside them in this journey of raising their children. So um, let's reach out to them if we can. It's a good reminder. I appreciate that. I'm going to say, I have a lot of candles to light light the candles (laughs) this weekend. (laughs) But it's this part of what these conversations at Awaken are all about. Mm -hmm. We, We just love to think of different ways to live our faith in our everyday life. So thank you for sharing that.
0: All right, we'll pray the St. Michael prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world,
1: seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. Amen. Until next time, JGs, know your faith, love your faith, and live it. Hey, this is Katie.
0: Thank you so much for pushing play today. Please subscribe so you don't miss an episode of the Two Jesus Girls podcast. If you want to go deeper, visit our website at awakenyourfaith.org and join our free AYF circle where we bring community, programs, and content together in one place.